Oh boy, buckle up. Hey, it is Clay. Welcome to another episode here of the Money with Clay podcast. And I really wish <laughs> this stuff was made up. And I, yeah, I just have a good time because, I, I, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I, I think me stumbling over my words will hopefully make sense. If it doesn't, if you're like, wait, what, Clay? I, what's the big deal? I don't see any. Why? Why would that shock you, Clay? I think you might need to take some time to reflect on life choices, maybe your mentality towards the world, perhaps who are you hanging around with, because you have some. I, I think some of your data points in life and reference points in life might be a bit skewed in directions where you don't want them to be skewed, but. I don't even know what the overarching concept here is. I guess there's a mix of, you know, how do you not get ahead in life, act like this? What sort of greedy mindsets can lead to? What lack of parenting can lead to? But if you're a, a longer time listener of the, of the show, then you'll know that, yeah, this is kind of the exact opposite mentality, opposite culture that uh, we, we have around here. And... Let's just get to it. So the first is, uh, and, I, and I wasn't quite sure if this was real, but uh, it is going to be a, a part of, let's see, TLC. I think that's the learning channel. If I'm thinking, going through the cable channels, regardless, it's going to be on uh, a, a TLC reality series called Family by the Ton. And not ton is in like, there's a bunch of kids. Ton is in like, wait, uh, because this, let's just get to it. So the title of this article, 707-pound man who spends all day playing video games naked says he'll, and I quote, eat till I die. Yeah, let's, uh, I, I, I didn't misread anything. An obese man who weighs 700 pounds has revealed how he spends his days playing video games naked and eating junk food. 34-year-old unemployed Casey King lives at home and plays video games all day while being hand-delivered food by his dad, Danny. Okay, Dad, maybe, maybe there's something I'm missing out on. Weighing 707 pounds or 50 and a half stone, Casey admit uh, that must be a measurement from, okay, this is actually from, a, a, I just noticed from a United Kingdom site, so that must be a metric over across the pond. Weighing 707 pounds or 50 and a half Stone, Casey admits he will probably eat himself to death, leading him to take part in TLC's new reality series, Family by the Ton, which follows families who need to lose weight. Telling cameras about his daily routine, Casey said he spends most of the day naked as his clothes don't fit him. He explained, and I quote, I will just eat till I'm dead. A normal day for me is to wake up around 12, figure out something I am going to eat immediately, and then TV, video games, bed. It's not a lot of activity. It's hot in Georgia, and all of my clothing is restricting and tight, so I just sit there naked, free as can be, and no one bothers me. Doors shut, we're good. I'm, I'm accepted in all those virtual reality worlds, in the gaming world I'm in. No one sees me. That is my outside. That is my world that I can be, Casey, I want to be but not judged on my weight. And here's, here's, I understand where he's coming from, but to me, 
if I see, for example, if I am driving or if I'm out and I see a heavier person out there walking or jogging, I, 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 the only way I judge that situation is good for you. That's how you do it. And everybody's got to start somewhere. And if somebody judges a bigger person for going out and trying to do something to fix their situation, then, I mean, that person has much bigger issues than, than the bigger person does. I mean, why would you judge somebody that's clearly trying to improve themselves? I mean, that's just, that's a lack of, you know, that's an insecurity on that person's part. So really this whole, well, I don't wanna be judged. Well, I mean, that depends. What are you doing out in public? If you're out in public because you're walking, then who cares if somebody's judging you for that? Like I said, that, that reflects much more poorly back on them. But you know, it, ultimately, I get where he's coming from, but that's a very, very bad excuse of why I'm just gonna play video games because I'm accepted here. No, you, will, you would be accepted by the real world too if you get out there and well, try to fix the solution, try to start to lose weight, try to start to eat right. Nobody's gonna judge you for trying to do the right thing. I, and I'm not saying this is right either, but I could see somebody judging you if you're just sitting there stuffing your face with Cheetos and donuts and pop and all these other sugary refined carbs, you know, and you're just out there just la, 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 la. Okay, I, like I said, I'm not saying it's right to judge that person, but I mean, in that situation, I mean, you're not really doing anything to fix it. You're just making it worse in public. So I get where you're coming from there, but that's not really valid. You, you can't have that mentality. If you have, and this is kind of what I, hopefully is some sort of learning lesson is, listen, if you are out, or just not even out, but if you are doing something, and that something is to improve yourself, that something is to maybe remove a hindrance that you have in your life that's you know keeping you back from accomplishing a, a, a bigger goal, then who cares what your family says? Who cares what your friends say? If they're throwing little wisecrack jokes, if they're snickering, if they're kind of, you know, just throwing, you know, maybe some backhanded remarks, don't worry about it. If you are, like I said, that reveals more about them than it does about you. Because if you are out there trying to better yourself, then if people wanna to try to hold you back, that's jealousy. That's just pure insecurity on their part. Don't listen as cliche as it is, cliche, as cliche as it is, don't listen to the haters. I get it, everybody says don't listen to the haters. But this is why, because if you listen to the haters, I'm, I'm not saying you're gonna end up 707 pounds, but you see the mentality here. You, you can start to come up with excuses for yourself and you can start to feel sorry for yourself. And when you start to come up with excuses and feel sorry for yourself, you risk really holding yourself back. Now, not necessarily, like I said, holding yourself back, which results in gaining hundreds and hundreds of pounds, but you know, don't let other people hold you down. Don't let a fear of other people judging you hold you back. As long as what you're doing is to improve yourself, then who cares? Now, if people are, if you're doing something stupid and people are trying to offer you some constructive criticism, that's where you can't pull, don't judge me. It's, okay, I'm not really judging. You, what, what you're trying to accomplish or what you're doing is, is going to lead to bad things. That, that's a justified judge, if I can bring that up. But an unjustified judge and the type you should be ignoring is if you are, you know, in this situation, if somebody was overweight 
and deciding that you know that they want to hit up the gym or just go outside and walk or whatever, then yes, yeah, screw those people if they're going to judge you. That that is just that is bush league on their part. So let's hop back into the article. While Casey does enjoy how the gaming world has accepted him, creating a safe space for uh, him to enjoy, he never thought at the age of 34 his life would be like this. Describing himself as a big kid, Casey weighed 300 pounds at the end of high school and put on more weight when he moved in with his dad, who would often give him his favorite junk food for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Okay, Dad, I'm really trying to cut you some slack. As a father myself, I'm trying to cut you some slack here. Casey said, and I quote, I was probably around 500 pounds then, and it was just getting too difficult to work. So I quit my job. Now, here we go. This is, this is, what, it's, this is what it's all about. My mom said, to live in this house, you have to have a job. So she kicked me out. That's how it works. That is, listen, you're not in high school anymore. You're, you're, you're an adult, a young adult, but you're an adult. You either get it, if you can live here, that's fine. I'll help you out, but you gotta help yourself. And you just quitting your job because you're getting too big is not helping yourself out. So I'm willing to help, but I'm not gonna enable. And that's the big thing is, are you helping or are you enabling? So this mom, I like her. She's got her act together. The only place I had left to go was my father's, so I went there. Basically, his one thing that he knew made me happy was food. So we just ate like kings, but like in the worst way, pizzas, chicken, Japanese food, takeout. I mean, me and my dad would get hibachi delivered, sushi by the barrel. I mean, just anything you wanted to eat, we were getting. That sounds like enabling, father, you know, dad. That, do you think you're helping the situation? I get the guy likes food, but an alcoholic likes beer. A crackhead likes crack. Do you think you're actually helping the crackhead by giving him crack because you know he likes it? That's terrible parenting. And I, I, I really don't like to say that because I, I understand how hard it is to be a parent as a parent of four kids. But I mean, and this is not like some sort of, I'm such a great parent. This should be like common sense stuff. Just because somebody likes something doesn't necessarily mean that you should be feeding. Nah, that was a really bad. That wasn't even a pun. You shouldn't be giving into it. Like like this is just. It's sad. It's sad from so many different angles, and in in life, not just necessarily this. But if you have somebody and you consider them fr a friend, somebody you care about, sometimes the best thing you can tell them is no. Sometimes the best thing you can tell them is I'm not going to do that. Because, and I realize this is a very a very extreme example, but if your friend's a crackhead and you know that they love their crack, if you are a true friend, the best thing you could do for them is to cause them to kind of maybe get a little mad at you because you're not giving them crack or you're not giving them money to go and buy crack. Offer people knowledge, offer people wisdom, offer people help, but there is a very kind of, uh, not even necessarily a fine line, there, there's a pretty... Uh, evident line between enabling and trying to help somebody out. And you are in no way helping anybody out when you enable them by just giving them something because, well, I, I, I know they like it. Eww. Casey's weight often poses problems for him. Really? 707 pounds? 
I, that I, I wouldn't have I wouldn't have guessed that he's unable to fit into the shower and so bathes in a large trough outside. Danny provides care for her son, which he admits can be tough and frustrating. No, Danny, who wrote this article? Do you not? What is the definition of care? In fact, let, let me, let's just look that up. I'm at my computer. Let's look up the definition of care because I have a hard time believing care noun the provision of what is necessary for the health welfare maintenance and protection of someone or something oh goodness that was the you know listen i, I i'm not a great writer myself so I, I should tread lightly here but but writer did you happen to check the definition of care because what danny's dad is doing is let me read that again care the provision of what is necessary for the health, welfare, maintenance, and protection of someone or something. Yeah, I'd say this is like the antithesis of care, what Danny is doing. Um, so, yeah, kind of a poor choice of words there. Anyways, this is what Daddy's dad is saying. It gets old, and I get tired of it. He should be more active, but he's not. He's just there. I wait on him hand and foot, and I shouldn't do it, but I do. I love him to death. It's my son, and I feel obligated to wait on him. If you love him, if you care for him, then the absolute best thing you could do, per the definition, to provide the provision of what is necessary for the health. What is necessary for the health? To not stuff his face with a bunch of junk food and have him sit there. That, that you're, you're not, you don't love him. I know what you mean by you think you love him, but 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 you don't. And maybe you know something like that in your life. I, I oh, wow, I really care for this person. I love him. I realize love is not always the easiest thing to implement because sometimes you just got to tell people no. The negativity and tension between the pair led them to go on a reality show, which also features Casey's overweight cousin, Amanda Johnson, and Ed and Amy Long. So I guess, like I said, this is a, a new show, but that was the end of the article. I don't know. I, I want I, I want to almost try to cap see see an episode of this, but I, I'd probably just walk away frustrated. But anyways, we're not done yet. In fact, I don't. Know, I think that might be the more milder of the two. So I saw this on uh, Fox News from their website. Broke teen who sold kidney for an iPhone now bedridden. For life. Let me read that again. Broke teen who sold kidney for an iPhone, now bedridden for life. A Chinese man is now bedridden for life after he sold his kidney as a teenager to the black market to buy the latest Apple products. Wang Shangkun was 17 years old when he made the fateful decision. Shortly after the illegal surgery, he began suffering from a decreased level of kidney function. Eight years on, the 25-year-old is now bedridden for life after his remaining organ failed. Mr. Shangun had sold his kidney to the black market organ harvesters in April 2011, where he received $4,500 Australian. Purchasing an iPhone 4 and an iPad 2 with the funds. 
Why do I need a second kidney? One is enough, he said in reports at the time. Mr. Wang now spends his days in bed and relies on dialysis to survive his kidney failure, local Chinese media recently revealed. The illegal surgery had caused him to develop renal deficiency, which is believed to have led to an infection due to the unsanitary setting of where the surgery took place and the apparent lack of post-operative care. Hey, there's that word care again. So, yeah. The operation occurred in the central province of Hunan without his parents' consent. It was, I would hope so, because that would be, a, 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 that would just be, I don't even know what that would be if his parents were like, yeah, that's good. Yeah, black market, unsanitary conditions. You want to buy an iPhone instead of telling you to maybe go get a job. Yeah, just go get your kidney out. That's that way to work smarter, not harder. Okay, so I'm, that's at least a little revealing that the parents didn't know. It was reportedly undertaken by two doctors who were also employed at local hospitals. Okay, well, um, I guess that's interesting. At the time, Chinese reporter or at the time Chinese, I see this word that's coming up that I have no idea how to pronounce. At the time, Chinese newspaper Xinhu, Xinhua, I don't speak Chinese, reported that Wang first made contact with the alleged harvesters through internet chat rooms. He Wei, reportedly the leader of the gang, then made arrangements to hire a surgeon who worked at a nearby military hospital. Speaking to CNTV.CNCN, Wang said, at the time, I wanted to buy an iPad too, but I didn't have any money. When I was on the internet, I had a kidney agent send, me, send a message saying that selling a kidney can give me 20000 Wang received the equivalent of about $3,500 for his kidney at the time. The rest of the money was divided up among the gang. Nine people were arrested in connection with the case and five, including the surgeons who harvested his, uh, the kid's kidney, were jailed in 2012. Okay, well, that makes me feel better. His family was eventually re rewarded about $300,000 in compensation later the same year, the mayor reported. Why was his family compensated? He, okay. Mr. Wang allegedly sought the new iPhone in order to show off to his friends. His family lived in one of China's poorest provinces and could not afford it. So he turned to other means to raise the money. End of article. I mean, I don't think I really need to comment that much on this. I'm not necessarily, I'm, I'm not going to insult your intelligence in that regard. It's pretty glaringly obvious what greed can lean to what the desire to, I want to impress my friends can lead to. Maybe not necessarily my friends as in kids as this person was, but ask yourself, and I, and I need to ask myself this, are you out there spending money on crap that's really just crap because at, at you know in your heart of hearts, deep down inside, you know you're doing it just because you're trying to impress your neighbor, impress your friend, impress your family? I, are, are, you, are you trying to impress somebody? And that, that impress, which doesn't really matter at all, is, is leading you to do some stupid things. Like I said, I'm not perfect in this regard. I, I'm sure I've done that. I'm sure I'm maybe thinking of doing it in some regards of purchases. But it, it's something that I try to do my best of. Again, not proclaiming to be perfect at it. But you know, it, it's always kind of a good little test, a good little filter that you can put purchases through. You know, this is the Money with Clay podcast. So are you being wise with your money? 
or are, are your money actions potentially being driven because, well, I, I just want to impress somebody. I, I really would hope that none of you are contemplating going out on the black market and selling one of your organs to, to purchase something, but you get the point here. Just be very aware because it's crazy how the desire to impress really can uh, you know, make its way into our, our thought process. And before we know it, now why did I buy that again? Buying stuff to impress people that I don't really care about, that I don't really like. How does this make any sense? And it doesn't. It just goes to show how crazy the human mind can be and how when we allow emotions to, to creep in, it can create some very kind of head-scratching situations where it's, wait, why, why did I do that? And remember, I, I guess the, the one thing that really stood out for this is, you know, stuff that you want, if don't just don't take the easy route. I mean, not probably bad now that I think this, not that having your kidney removed was easy, but the thought process, how can I get at these materialistic items? What's the easy way? I get it. He lives in a poor province, but surely there had to have been a, a little bit more of a, of a, convenient way to, to get that money. So I, you know, just remember, just because something may seem easy doesn't mean it's necessarily the, the, the wise path to go down because long-term, you know, maybe, maybe something comes back to bite you. But overall, a couple of, uh, you know, stories that came close together, I thought, oh, wow, I'll just combine these two because that would make a pretty eye-opening podcast. Like I said, I don't know if this is necessarily anything that uh, especially if you're a longtime listener, yeah, I, you, you, hopefully you're just getting some kind of entertainment value. Like, really, that that's real stuff. It is real stuff. But if I don't know if you're new and you're just somehow agreeing with any of this, I would encourage you to maybe take a look in the mirror and reconsider kind of how you're going about things. Because yeah, I, I not I think you can do better. You certainly can do better with your viewpoint and perspective towards life. So. Yeah, keep things in perspective, and remember, in, in all seriousness, the, the one point that I, I would say, hopefully you could potentially get something was, or from was, you know, what is true care? What is actual love? Care, love, especially after reading that definition, just sometimes you gotta say no. Sometimes you say, nah, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not gonna do that. Or yeah, I, I, I can't really help you help you there. And that, that's the best thing that you could potentially do for somebody is just if you really love them, you got to love them and you got to get them, I think, what we call tough love. Love isn't always easy. Tough love does exist. It's not the most pleasant thing to hand out. Uh, but, you know, keep that in mind. Maybe you have some of those situations in life where it could apply. But uh, overall, please don't go sell your kidney for an iPhone, okay? Please don't stuff your face full of junk food so you weigh 707 pounds and all you do is play video games. And parents, hey, we gotta, we gotta, we gotta parent, not enable our kids. Just because we love them doesn't mean we need to give them, give in to whatever they need. But uh, I don't know, I, this, was, this was a weird podcast to do. But uh, if you see any other crazy stories out there, I, I send them my way and I'll try to dig some sort of learning lesson from them. Uh, but if anything, I, maybe we can all just, I mean, I want to say have a chuckle at them, but it, this stuff's not really funny. It's funny in a in a sick and twisted and really pathetic type of way. It, it's funny. It's kind of the laugh you laugh when you feel sorry for somebody. 
It was like, oh man, that's a bad situation. It's one of those laughs, but uh, I wish all these people the best. I hope Casey, uh, the 707 pounder, uh, can turn his attitude around, can take a different perspective. Uh, So if if in some bizarre way he listens to this, hey man, you can do it. Just who cares? Get out there. If somebody judges you for trying to exercise and trying to eat right, then yeah, forget them. Screw them. I mean, what kind of person is that? But uh, yeah, crazy, crazy stuff, but I guess it happened. So I'll see you all back next week. Thank you so much for hanging out and listening. Before I go, I wanna just make your attention to a few things. First off, if you enjoyed the show, then make sure to help us out in the iTunes, especially if you could leave us a rating. That goes a long way and just assists me in getting the word out there, and I I genuinely would appreciate it. Second, if you find yourself either in debt or just feeling like your, your personal finances are kind of out of control or could be much more efficient, then I would encourage you to go to moneywithclay.com and check out the Slab Money Method. That is the course that I put together as a former process engineer that outlined every single step, step by step by step with documentation, with forms to fill out, that'll put you on the path, the exact path I used to pay off of debt and get myself to the point where not only am I debt free, but I am now able to build wealth and build wealth in an efficient uh, manner. So if you're curious and interested in that, again, moneywithclay.com and that is the slab money method. And no, this is not all some massive sales pitch when I say that it works, it truly does. And I back that up with more than words. My action behind those words is that course comes with a one year money back guarantee. So if you try it out and you're not making any progress, you're not seeing any progress, then I will refund you the cost of the course, which is very minimal to begin with. And then finally, make sure to check us out on social media, Facebook, Instagram, just look up for Money With Clay and you will see us there. Again, thanks for hanging out. I'll see you back next episode.